from Wise Mentoring is the Wise Guys podcast, a show about accounting and bookkeeping practice owners and the many stories, lessons, and tips from their experience of transitioning from a time poor practice to a business that runs without them. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. I'm really interested in pushback. This one's kind of for Jamie. I had a lot of pushback in my firm. I had about 15 people I needed to bring along on this journey. It was the biggest change we made in 20 years, apart from moving software. You know, Ed, you mentioned late adopters being one of the forms of pushback. And I think a lot of people are going to experience that of the staff just kind of ignoring it. And just the path of least resistance is to do what the habit is, which is to always work the way they were working before that. But on the other end of the extreme, you have aggressive people who are kind of pushback aggressively. I guess they're the two kind of extreme forms of pushback. Jamie, just while we're on that topic, do you have any suggestions about the best course of action for staff who do push back on the team structure, whether it be through just kind of ignoring it and doing things the way they always did it or more overtly kind of saying, no, this is a dumb idea. I think it's better if we just keep, you know, keep doing things the way we're doing them. Yeah, there's a couple of tips, Tim. First of all, I think you should choose the most senior people. So obviously, you know, that would be your senior client managers. But if you're transitioning to this team design, obviously choose you know those that you've got allocated for the senior client manager role. So you want to choose the most influential, the most senior people in your team or on your teams first to influence them. So that'd be mm-hmm. the first thing because it's a bit like the 80-20 rule. What they adopt, the rest of the staff will see. So if they see you know their superior or someone who's more experienced than them adopting a certain way, to manage the teams, then that will then sort of naturally educate the rest of the people down. Mm-hmm. So that'd be the first thing. The other thing is when you go to implement it, don't approach it as a group. You sort of have to be a little bit like a politician, I guess, and lobby each person individually. So, you know, I would sort of have a coffee with them, have lunch with them, the individual person that you've chosen, and just explain to them why the old model doesn't work. I think I'm still sharing, but the old traditional model is that shallow and wide model. Just logically explain to them if the team's going to grow that just one person can't handle all that traffic um, in that shallow and wide team. And, you know, you can use some of these resources to explain why it just doesn't work. Most accountants or bookkeepers are pretty logical type people. So if, if you can educate them around the logic from moving to that shallow and wide team, you know, I think on the screen there, for example, there's just a, a snapshot there of when you go from three to four people, the amount of complexity that increases. The complexity is what kills businesses. It really hampers growth. I think if you don't do this deep and narrow team structure, you just can't grow. So there's an example of just the complexity of communication that it causes as your teams grow. Yeah, I love so, that model. Yeah, so my other sort of point where there would be is just educate them around why we're doing it and I think if just some people will be early adopters the senior people in your firm some will just embrace it straight away and some others won't so you'll have to be very persistent and consistent around educating them in the team design and you know we'll probably get onto it in a minute but you know one part of a deep and narrow team design is the no bypass policy. And when you instigate a deep and narrow team design, you can often self-sabotage yourself. You know, I did occasionally when I first started this because old habits break hard. So you've really got to be persistent in your own leadership around a deep and narrow team design and making it work on the no bypass policy when required 
and yeah, be persistent. But that would be sort of my three tips to implementing a deep and narrow team design. Just wanted to add to what Jamie just said. When you're implementing this, it's so important to not go out there with a group meeting because if you don't have 80% of them on side, then if they push back in a group meeting, it just derails the whole thing. The, the creates a negative environment mm. and the people that were not bought in, they'll get, you know, even strengthened by their pushback. And so the way to do it is to have your one-on-one meetings with the senior people, the senior client managers, the ones that you've picked to be a client manager. And then in the one-on-one meetings, you're going to get lots of questions, pushback and so forth. And unless you get 80% of them agreeing with this, then don't have that group meeting. Once you get 80% on uh, agreeing to doing this, then in the meeting, the 20% who are still negative on it will get brought over by the 80% who are positive. So generally in a group environment, you know, the people go with the majority. So that the last handful of people who are still not sure about it will come across because the majority have agreed to do it. So if you do it that way, you'll get a lot more success than to just go out there and say, this is what I'm doing. And, you know, and they'll feel like you're forcing it down them forcing it onto them rather than it being their idea. So if it's their idea, then they will run with it and your life is a lot easier. But if it's your idea, then, you know, it's going to be, they're going to push back and it's going to make your life a lot harder. Thanks for tuning in. If you liked this episode, please remember to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. For more practical, wise tips on how to build a business that runs without you, head over to wisementoring.com forward slash podcast to download a free copy of the Accountant's 20-Hour Workweek Playbook. We've included a link in the show notes below. See you on the next episode.